Hi everybody, this is Phyllis Y. Whitley. If you have been spiritually victimized and traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Each episode will be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic space of consciousness for self-healing as you learn how to break your religious shackle so you can master and manifest your promised land within today. Let's go. Hi, everybody. Let's recap. Last week, I spent time talking about the debt seed cycle. The title of it, if you have not listened to my episodes before, each episode is divine meshes from the divine supreme God himself speaking through me to teach you how to release the shackles, especially the shackles coming from the religious community. Now, if those of you who haven't heard me before, you got to go back and then you can recap. We talked about before the gluttony spirit. We talked about the wolf that's in sheep clothing live. Literally, no, they don't just live in the church. It's so many different industries are out there to destroy you, to keep you from your promised land. No, you can't go out there and knock someone down, hit somebody, and don't do a Will Smith thing. You don't want to snap somebody, okay? So, and and I do apologize for him because we don't know what Will Smith was going through. That was not the real root of his anger. Now, let's come back to reality. Let's come back to my platform. I talked about the gluttony spirit because that is a very heavy seed. I talked about how that particular seed leads people to the emergency room. It leads you to, you know, hooked up on on medications and the pharmaceutical company is waiting to just throw it down your throat. Gluttony spirit is very, 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 very serious. No preacher can really get up there and talk about it because everybody wants a boring Bible story. They don't want to hear nothing about that. Okay. And it's all over the Bible. It's all over the Bible, you know? So you have to take care of yourself. How can you get up there and preach? How can you be the head of your household? How can you be an entrepreneur? How can you leave a legacy if you're only here for 15 years or 18 years? Your life is short because of due to illness. I am not knocking people who get a bad report, but I'm teaching you the holistic way. If you have a good doctor, bless you and bless you and bless you and your doctor. But learn the holistic way. It's a holistic side of life. The trees, the air, it is so much stuff. If you don't know nothing about holistic practitioners, if you don't know anything about going out there and you may have a condition, I'm not knocking it, but go and help your doctor. Do something on your side. And if you notice, a lot of doctors are coming over and they are embracing holistic because so many people are tired. Some people are saying, hey, I ain't got time for this. When I was in holistic school, we had a lot of nurses. The nurses said they was tired. Every time the patients complained, they was just told, just give them some more medication. They wanted to know, wait a minute, something can be fixed. So I'm here to help you heal your body, mind, and soul. If you actually want a one-on-one counseling with me, I'm telling you, I go beyond this. But we're going to concentrate on my book. We do is we go into different places or quarters where the religious shackle hiding or hidden. We say spiritual because you can't see it. We say seed because it's like a farmer with a seed. You put in the seed in the ground, you can't see it, but it grows. Everything that goes in your air gate will go down in your subconscious mind and grow. 
Now I gave you a quick review. We talked about debt. We talked about debt because a lot of people say, oh, I don't know what you talk about. It's the root of all evil. Yes, we was fashioned with that. Yes, it was embedded in us. Yes, we carry the seed that you can't love God and you can't have money either. No, 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 no. Because listen, listen, it's the root of all evil. Yes, the root. You ever pulled up the root of a plant? They're saying the beginning of may say it may be money, but it comes with greed. It comes with greediness, overconsumption, overconsuming, overconsuming everything. You can't overconsume food unless you have money. Your debt can go to you eating out every day. Your debt can go to, oh, I want to keep up with the Jones. Those things, you're not looking at life. If you want to know everything about life, look at the manuscript rolled by my supreme glorious father. It's in Proverbs will teach you a lot. Now, what we are talking about today is last week we talked about debt. Debt is coming from greediness. People do these bad things. They got pimps have prostitutes out there. Listen, listen. If you say, hey, call me Miss P, make sure you're calling me something good. Don't get mad at me. If nobody haven't sent you the memo, I'm raw. I'm going to keep it real because these people out here, not only the spiritual community, but this seed is running rapid in all kinds of high places, politicians everywhere. It is so much greed in there because money is going around. They said the pastors are poor pimps. Let me tell you something. When you bless God, when you help his people, you, I'm telling you, he will reward you anyway. So don't get mad when they happen to be blessed. God will bless them. Because he said, especially if you've given and you've given, he said, your cup will run over. But what happens is people overconsume. You can say the pastor get to the point where they're, they're overconsuming. The money looks so good. It's like, hey, I really forgot the message that I have. It's simple for me to give 10000 100000 They see that. It's really that greed that comes with it. So I'm here to tell you, it's not something that you have to walk around and hate money. Yes, it was built in us because we couldn't see money. We couldn't probably touch money. I mean, if you were standing up there with the master and he was giving our money, you might have looked at it. You probably didn't know what it was because you couldn't read. The book and everything was taken up from us for a reason. Then when we became free slave and we had the freedom to go forth, we were so stuck in slavery mentality. Oh, Miss P, I'm so tired of you going in the past. Well, you know what? They have so many podcasts that you can go in and you can keep your mind idle. I'm looking for those who say, hey, I am tired of being an idol and I want to go out here and I want to practice what I preach. And no, you don't have to be sitting in the pulpit preaching, but your life is going to be an example and should be an example for, first of all, your kids. If you don't have none, your nieces and nephews. If you don't have that, it's going to be for your neighbors, going to be for your coworkers. No, you don't have to be perfect. But what you have to be is you have to be disciplined. God has laws out there laws of the universe that is already in there to say, hey, if you go past this boundary, this is going to happen to you. You see it in school. You see where they took out prayer. They don't even know what to do now. Well, prayer taken out the school? Honey, look at that. People in high places took that spirit. That's a spiritual, spiritual darkness up in the court systems everywhere, even in the systems of the education. And look what happened. People are shooting up, going crazy, whatever. The school, the kids don't know who they are. Today, they Jane. Tomorrow, they want to be James. I have nothing against that. I don't, I don't even want to touch that. But do you understand what I'm saying? It is more that you're supposed to be, your children should be infatuated or, or, or concerned about. And it's not who I am. 
It's not. It's really not. And you should not, you should have boundaries and laws up there because you know a baby's going to be a baby. You do not expect that baby and make that baby get up and walk. Then when the baby start walking, you don't say run. And then you don't turn around and give the keys to your car to a 10 year old. It is certain boundaries. And if you don't go and follow those boundaries that God has set out there, that's why he have the police and he have the firemen. I have nothing to do with if anybody abused the system because people do. What happens is he have them out there so you can stay in boundaries. It's a reason why we have red light, yellow light, green light. That is even a metaphor on our life. Sometimes God says stop. Sometimes he say go. Sometimes he say proceed with caution. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. I know I am going fast. The last two ones, I went fast. But see, I'm telling you something from a divine perspective, a prophetic preview, I would like to call it. And I'm trying to tell you something. You have to have boundaries. If you see people out there, you see stars, even not even entertain the stars. What happens is they go out there and they give them everything. I remember a lady said to me one day at a bus stop and she said she had one child. I said, I only have one child. And she said, oh, do you give anything you want? And I said, you do that with your daughter? She said, yes. And I said, no, I don't give her anything she wants. Because if I gave her everything she wanted, she had no reason to get on her knees and pray. And then she started proceeding and talking to me and telling me that she was at the bus stop because she wanted to get a job because she had all these bills. But then she told me, oh, my daughter got this good job. I said, well, if your daughter got this good job, does she help you? She won't give me a dime. And I'm looking at this woman. I said, well, maybe it's because you gave her everything. See, slavery mentality. And I go back because if you don't know who you were or where you came from, you will never understand your future. You understand this is why the black and when I say black American communities, And I speak it because the last time I looked, they said I was black. (laughs) But let me tell you something. The black community literally are fighting. They come under the slavery mentality because even though they set us free as slave, we literally carried that slave mentality. The makings of a slave by Lynch. Go read it. The system is there for you to stay in a particular system, a slavery mentality. You don't, you have the opportunity to read, for example, where our ancestors fought or died because they was caught reading the mat with the master's kids. They didn't want that in your hand. They didn't want the words in your hand. You understand? But when you was freed and you actually see money, how do we know how to do it? We didn't know how to deal with money. And then, you know, then another system was there. You know, let's put them on welfare. Another system. Let's put them on welfare, but you can't bring a man in there. Another system. You know why we're doing all this? Because we don't want the man to come in there. Because they pulled the men. It's a system that was followed in, in slavery. They pulled the man off the plantation so you won't have that bond. So no one will be indebted to one another. Love. They pulled them. And that slavery mentality is still today. That's why some men just don't know why they want to get up and leave and start another family on the West side or in another country. You understand what I'm trying to say? This seed, these seeds are embedded in us. So y'all understand? This is what my whole book is about. People say, I don't understand why pastors uh, commit adultery. I don't understand why men commit adultery. I'm trying to tell you, it's that seed that was embedded in you. And if you say, hey, listen, I am not black. My ancestors wasn't in slavery, but I have these same little issues 
Yes, the seed. That seed don't care what color you are. But when I'm talking to the community of Christianity is because I'm a Christian and I've seen so much stuff that don't make any sense. And when I realized that all of this stuff was messed up from the floor up, I wrote the book Spiritology. It's a seed. Everything you see is a negative seed. It's a positive seed. And this is why you got an electricity, positive and negative. This is why God said you choose life. You choose life or you choose death. God said, hey, you, I'm not building robots. I'm building human beings. You choose. I'll let you digest that. So now what we're going to do, because I want to spend a lot of time on that, but I want you to understand where I'm coming from. We talked about that. When we went to, if you wasn't here, we went to, um, it was First Timothy 6.10. And we went from King James Version to New King James Version to the NIV. And basically, it was just talking about how money is the root of all evil. And I explained to them, when you get to the NIV, literally it says, some people eager for money has wandered from the faith, pierced themselves with many grief. You're going to be in grief because he's talking about, now he brings it over to the end. You can't read one thing and go run with it. You got to read that whole scripture. You got to really read that whole page in a sense of or paragraph of something for you to understand it. You understand he wasn't trying to say you can't have, you shouldn't have money. It's a, when you pull up your plant and see the root, he's just letting you know that is the root cause of it. And it's because greed, overindulgent in everything. We talked about gluttony spirit before that. You overindulging in food. There's nothing wrong with eating food. You don't want to starve yourself, but you go, you can't stand at the fast food restaurant morning, noon, and night. You can't at one o'clock in the morning go in there and eat the whole pie. You understand? You can't turn around and say, I have this big sexual appetite, but I'm getting married tomorrow because you're going to take it into your marriage. Why is he sleeping around? I don't understand it. It goes for the woman. Why is the woman walking around and she's, I just can't get enough. You have, you have to turn around and look at that. It's a seed in you. And what's happening and you feed it, the more you feed those seeds, the more that they will grow and they will get entangled and they will just turn around. And I have something in one of my book about how they come back and they just literally choke you. That's why I just liken into a plant or even a farmer when he has a field, you understand you have to prune those weeds because if you don't know how to discipline them, and they, they will grow because as long as you in this world, it will be all kind of upside down things. Why, Miss P? Because people are weeping or manifesting what they sold. People's mind is not going in the right order of the way God had destined it to go. So literally what's happening is you're seeing a lot of manifested stuff that's upside down. You bring the two wrong people and they go have two messed up people and they go have kids. Them kids are messed up too. You understand what I'm saying? Look what they manifested. So what we talked about was that. Now I'm going to put it over taught with, okay, they say it's the root or, or evil money. I said, I heard that story from many people. And the first thing I said, well, well, if money's so evil, why are you working for it? I also explained that, listen, you can't go out there and go to the supermarket without money. You can't go and you can't pay for your rent, your mortgage without money. You have to have money and God knows this. But when he's saying it, everything have a purpose. Everything have a season for a reason. During this pandemic, 
one thing people needed the most and still to this day is money. When brick and mortar closed down, people didn't have what? Money. So if you think money is evil, why were you out there fainting and crying because you didn't have it? Do you understand what I'm saying? I am teaching you the seed. It's an order that God, a Lord that he has out there that is placed, was placed from the beginning of time. So money is not evil. It's overconsuming it. And the main thing, the root of it is coming toward with what? You are letting money serve you. Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. That's King James Version. And if you go over to the other versions of the Bible, it's good to have at least two of them in your house. And when you have them in your house, please read them. One is going to be back then, and then one is going to literally be like the old way of talking in the King James, and then the other ones is going to literally be more up-to-date, more clearer. Now, the NIV, New International Version one, is going to say, you cannot serve both God and money. Just It's still in King James was God and mammon. You probably never even noticed that. That's where the evil comes in. If you notice, God said you can't have two masters. So he didn't say you can't have me as a master and money over here. He put money up as a master. He's letting you know money is powerful. Money must be a spirit. I call money a spirit. I know one pastor said money was a likened into a woman. Hmm, you got to treat her right. I agree with that philosophy. So when you understand he's putting money up to that point, it's power. You don't think money's powerful? Really? Who owns your building? Who owns your house? Do you work? What happens with them? Even in, in politician, money, they're giving them money and money can turn all kinds of things in the court system. It's so much underground seeds trafficking, all kind of things that's out there, prostitution, even in Hollywood, money is being changed all over the place. Even when you see a war, which we are we, uh, right now, um, depending upon when you're going to listen to this podcast, there's a war going on with Russia and Ukraine. Literally, believe me, when you look at it, it's going to have something to do with money. The countries that have the most power have the money. When you see people up there, who are the most, just think of it, who are the most influencer, the best influencer, I want to say the best influencers, the ones in your life right now that you really, really say, hey, this person is so powerful. Can you think of at least two people? Some of y'all will say, my mother and father, that's beautiful. But what icon out there that you just look up to? And I will say it's a couple of them out there. I'm going to throw one out there. Um, Oprah Winfrey, Jordan. It's a lot of people I can name. Some of the best actors um, that is really on top. Holly Berry. I, I name people that I admire. Even some of the presidents that was up there. You know, I am. I definitely admire Barbara Streisand. People who you think of powerful. Back in the days, Betty Davis. I was. I I love old movies. Steven Spielberg. 
those people who are powerful, they are powerful. They can name their job, name their position. Those are powerful people that they can come and move something. When they come into a town, people say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oprah can sit back and read a book and then turn around, and especially when she had her show, and turn around and talk about that book. And within a split couple minutes, that book is sold out. She can name a, a product is sold out because it's power. She has a platform that's powerful. This is where I'm trying to get everybody to. I would love for her to read my book. Anybody know her? Go ahead and send her my book, Spiritology. With that being said, money is up there with master. He knows the power of money. So you can't serve too. He's trying to tell you, you can't serve money. When you see trafficking, prostitution, when you see the, even in the politicians, even in a courthouse, when they paying to free people that are guilty, everywhere, even in the pharmaceutical industry where the people are literally just, it's another drug pushing thing. Even in the medical industry, you can't even get a decent operation unless you have the money. Even in an insurance company where, I mean, it's so much power in these areas. That's that seed that I was talking about. It's corrupt. It grows. Seeds do what? They grow. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not here to tell you, you can't go to every single one of those and grow. But if you know, if you know your Bible, they say in high places, you know, even this is going on in the high places and then there's a spiritual world. It is a spiritual world out there that you can't see with your eyes, but you can kind of feel depending upon are you prophetic or intuitive. So money, now you understand where I'm talking about where money is up there as a master is powerful. But the problem is, is that God said you can't serve it. Most people, I won't say most people, people who get greedy and they are just looking at money and all they want to keep up with the Jones. Like I was telling you about that girl I met at the bus stop. She was just giving her child. Now, people who come and let me mentor them and, and get counseling from me, I put a stop to that. I said, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. What are you doing giving your child everything? And then the child don't do anything. The child don't even bring home a D and you giving them the best phone. You dressing them to the best sneakers. And then these children are coming, turning around and just calling you any kind of thing. They don't even want to call your mama. You understand what I'm saying? And I have to do it, Miss P, because I didn't have anything. I was poor. I don't want my child to lack. Let me tell you something. This is where a lot of the stars, actors suffer. They give everything to their kid. I have seen it where one pastor, he, his daughter was the only daughter. He gave her the biggest birthday blast. Then he, you got some entertainers buying their car, their children, the best cars at 18. I'm not saying that you can't give it to them, but honey, you got to teach them about money. They have to master money. You understand? They must master the money. Let them learn about money. Let them learn about investment. Let them know why, know how much that car that you gave them costs. And then you let them say, hey, you want to put to this. It's not wrong with you. that If you got it like that and you rich saying, I'm going to buy you this car, but let them earn it. You have to let everybody earn it. You think God just blesses right out the womb? Really, if you know anything about God and you have a connection, a, a, a spiritual connection with God, you have to earn it. You really do. God is telling you, hey, come to me, seek my face. God wants you to come and earn your rightfulness of your promised land. He gave the Israelites order. It was certain things that he told them to do. They didn't even want to listen. 
You you know what I'm saying? He the law of the universe, you know one God is there because boundaries are set up there. So you don't go out the boundary because you can't do everything. And the stars out there, the actress and entertainment world, that industry have spiritual wickedness in high places. That's one of the main places. And they give everything to the kid and then they sit back and say, I just don't know why my kids are so ungrateful. I mentor and teach people, my queens that come and, and enroll in any of my courses and my counseling session, then you don't do that. Let them earn. Is your kids going to be perfect? It's a road that each one of them have to go through. Am I perfect? I am not the perfect mother. I'd be the first to say that. But what I'm saying to you is you have to master, teach them the mastery of money, the investment of money. Let them go and work for you. If you're a big entertainer or something, teach them to give them a job and then take their money and say, hey, here go your down payment. I'm going to pay for the rest. You don't just give them the best shoes, the best sneakers, and they grow up and then they walk around and they wonder why life is so hard. My mother gave me everything. That's why some of these so-called stars now, even politicians, they give their kids so much that when they leave, the legacy that they leave, you want to leave a legacy, but the legacy that they leave, the children are going to eat up the money because they don't have no talent, no gift. Or should I say they don't even know the gift that they have because you should be spending time helping your child explore their gift so they too can be a blessing to someone out there. And that's why entrepreneurship, I love Shark Tank. The young ones, it's amazing to see the young, smart, intelligent people who have an entrepreneur, boys and girls, entrepreneur spirit. What is that, Miss P? I mean, just it's just you like selling lemonade. I remember we were selling Icy's. I remember years ago I was doing that. Didn't even know I was an entrepreneur. Never knew. I knew one thing. I couldn't stay in a job. Or if I went from job to job to job to job, but you know what? I said, hi, who? You know, I just looked at myself and said, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I, I really honor people that stay in a job for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And I just said, God, I don't know what way I'm going. I don't know. I just don't understand. But when I really had a connection with God, I learned every single job I had. I put it all together and became an entrepreneur and I had my own business. And every time I'm doing something, I say, wow, I'm glad I went into a class over there. I'm glad I learned that. I'm glad. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Be glad for the process that is taking you through your promised land. Okay. That's what I'm here for. You must learn how to master money. Let money serve you. Well, could you explain that? For instance, you go get your pedicure. I call it self-love. You go get your wax. You go get your manicure. You go get your face. You. What is that? You take your money and you give it to them. Money, serve me. You buy clothes. Money, serve me. You understand what I'm trying to say? Well, if you're working, is money serving you? You have to turn around and turn it around. No, you're working for that particular person or yourself and you are going to weep the money. You are offering your time and service in exchange for money. And when you get money, master it so you can pay your bills right. So you don't get wrapped up in the system that want to keep you in debt. So you don't carry the slavery mentality to the next generation. And you don't know nothing about money because you don't want to read nothing. In order to understand or learn something, you have to read something. 
You have to learn. Go find all of those people that's master their money. Dave Ramsey is one of those. No, he's not paying me to say this, but you understand what I'm saying. He literally went out there and taught people to come out of debt. And I was seeing some people, I remember reading up all kind of reviews. Oh, he ain't this, he ain't that, he ain't that. And I went to one of his webinars, a couple of them. And I'm telling you, excellent, excellent, excellent. He, to me, helped more people than I seen any pastor do. Because I, one of the things I'm tired of is I see pastors up there and they are getting richer and richer. God is going to reward you anyway. But the sad part about it is they get richer and richer and forgot why they was up there. The congregation and the members will get poorer and poorer. No. Even if you have two members, two people coming to get courses from you, if you're a coach, don't be dismayed. But I tell you, what your wisdom is that God has given you, he, he didn't give it just for you. He gave it you to share. First, you share in your household. First, you share with your kids. If you don't have kids, whomever, your coworkers or whatever, they'll see the example in you. And when you go out there in life, as you walk through your promised land, he said, thou shall not want. You don't need to stand at the gate of your promised land and just keep wanting and wanting and wanting to say it's his will and then wait. 10 years later, is he going to drop it? He said, no, you choose. You choose. You choose. Choosing is an action. You have to have faith, but that faith have to come with some type of action. I know I'm going over. I know I went over, but master money. Get around people who can teach you about mastery of money. You make money serve you. You tell money serve me. Yes, you tell money. You can't see it. You can see it tangibly, but it's a spirit behind money. And you tell it, now you're going to serve me. It's an algorithm that you use for social media. Use the algorithm for mastering your money. Thank you, y'all. I thank you for coming into my space. Now go get your promised land. Please share this on social media platform because I don't know who you know. Leave a manifest a testimony, a review, so people can reap the harvest too. Don't miss the opportunity of ordering my book. Yes, Spiritology. It's on Amazon. Come on. You have no excuse. It's also an ACX, I believe it. You can listen to it if you don't want to read it. What's new? I'm going to always throw out that Ask Jalen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, you're going to see more stuff about that. A teenage, really, you could say a man, but a teenage boy named Jalen who actually give advice to the unique to stop the bullying. That's what we need to stop the bullying. And also blogging. My blogging is booming. I haven't started it. I think by the time you get this, it's going to start. So I'm actually just speaking into what I want it to be. I'm speaking it so I can manifest it. So with that being said, last time I usually leave a quote and I'm going to leave this quote with Harriet Tubman. This quote is, I grew up like a neglected weed, ignorance of liberty, having no experience of it. You understand she caused a movement, Harriet Tubman, in slavery and coming out of slavery, free and trying to free other slaves. And she's saying she grew up negligent weed. She was literally had weeds all around her. Ignorant of liberty is really the freedom. She didn't understand who she really, really was because all of that was ripped from her. But you know what? It didn't stop her. So it shouldn't stop you. Remember something. If you need one-on-one counseling, group counseling, you need me to speak, contact me. And remember, if loving yourself is right, you don't want to be wrong.